Hello everyone, uh, this is Gabi abdel Gadir. Welcome to episode 88 and welcome to the Grace, Peace and Balance radio show. I have another amazing guest for you today and her name is Katie uh, Wheeler. I'll be posting her bio and her social media links, but I will let uh, her introduce herself. Welcome to my podcast, Katie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, You're welcome. Can you just briefly introduce yourself to our listeners? Of course. So I am a motivational speaker, creative entrepreneur, YouTuber, and I'm also working on an internship um, at our local YMCA as a marketing slash PR professional, and I absolutely love it. So Okay, so that's what you do right now. So I see that you have the title speaker on wheels. Can you uh, explain what that means? Okay, so speaker on wheels is actually my, I'm in the process of developing my own website. Okay. So um, for all of my speaking stuff. So Speaker on Wheels is my screen name that I go by on YouTube so that, you know, creepers don't, you know, find you and um, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. I get it. You're like worried about hacking and all that. Is that what you're worried about? Okay, so yeah, Yeah. trust me, I have been hacked big time on Facebook and uh, it took 10 days. They locked me out. They changed my password. Don't even get me there. Like, and then I couldn't get to Facebook to complain because they locked me out. And uh, my friends tried to contact Facebook on my behalf for 10 days. I had no Facebook. I lost like a whole business page. I lost like 5,000 friends and over oh 2,500 on my business page. Yeah, it was horrible. And then, so I started a new page, which is the one that you know right now. Um, and then, cause I couldn't use the same name anymore uh, because that was what the hackers knew. And ever since I'm very careful at accepting people, uh, friend requests, and I do my due diligence. And I have also warned quite a few friends that they are already my friends, but I get a friend request from them. And then I notify them that those were the hackers, right? So right. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. So talk to me about yourself, about, st- let's start with your childhood. Um, so as a child, I was born with cerebral palsy which if you have no idea what that is, um, it is a neurological disorder that affects your movement and coordination skills. So I am in a wheelchair, but um, it has given me quite a few challenges, but nothing that I can't overcome. Mm -hmm. And um, luckily I was raised in a family who never really let that be a thing or an excuse to yeah. not do something yeah. and, in, and in fact they actually put more expectations on me because they wanted me to make sure not only that I could overcome whatever challenges that I was put in front of me mm-hmm. but that I could also 
be a professional in the professional world and um, become independent they wanted you to become independent yes yeah so like right now working where i work you know i'm very independent um and everybody respects the heck out of that because yeah. they know that granted i may not be able to do every aspect but i can do what i can do yes. and they really rely on me for that so um anyway and as I got into high school, um, I was basically, it was very much, it wasn't necessarily said outright, but it was very much implied that I would never really have a life for myself and I would never really succeed. Well, I oh, ended up- so, Sorry to interrupt you. Who gave you that idea that you will never be able to succeed? Um, my high school teachers. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not going to name names, but yeah, a couple of my high school teachers were like, you're not gonna succeed here, you know, give it up kind of thing. Well, two years after I got out of high school, I had got a service dog from Canine Companions for Independence mm -hmm. and they are a wonderful organization that I can talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, but uh, after I got my dog, I got into college. I did very, very well. Um, yes, I struggled when it came to finding internships because that was my first quote unquote um, like door into the professional world I guess you could say yeah and a lot of people saw the wheelchair and they didn't think that I could do the same job that all my classmates were doing so I didn't have a lot of opportunities and add to that like a you know 70 to 80 pound Labrador retriever that came along with me everywhere um they really well, I, I didn't know that so do you still have him have your dog? He, actually, he actually passed away last year Aww. i'm in the process oh. of getting yeah yeah i'm actually in the application process for my second dog which i'm very excited about but um mm -hmm. they so we ended up doing very well we finally found an internship that would accept me and i ended up graduating with honors and what did you study katie oh, he, I, I studied human services. Okay. So, um, you know, it maybe wasn't my first choice. My first choice would have been like audio video productions or something like that. But mm -hmm. I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed it. So, so um, are you telling it's kind of funny and ironic yeah. coming Go ahead. So, no, I'm just going to say they wouldn't accept you, the others, for internship because you were on a wheelchair? Basically, that was the problem I ran into. Oh, my goodness. So, and of course, they couldn't say that because it's illegal. Yes. So they had to say that, say something else. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, you know, it's not your first time to the rodeo or whatever so um but uh so after we graduated from college I 
struggled. I really, really, really struggled for a while getting a job. So I I um volunteered at a couple places and got my foot in the door. And funny enough, actually, our pastor works at our local YMCA, and I did not get in the door because of him. I, I just want to say that out right now. Um, I got in the door because of my work ethic, but also because he kind of put in a good word for me, which I'm very grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I am very, very grateful for that opportunity because they, meaning the YMCA, have granted me no contest. Um, yes, we still have some struggles and stuff like that, but it's struggles that every professional faces, regardless if you're in a wheelchair or if you have or not, you know, so, you know, they, they hold no contest to me. So they don't baby me just because of my circumstances, which I highly respect for that. So, um, and I am actually also in the process of starting my own public speaking business and possibly going back to school to receive a bachelor's in public relations, but we're not sure where, which school yet. Okay. So, um, which kind of segues into everything that I have going on now. So. Over the weekend, um, I I started the process of designing my own website. Oh, well, you're doing you're doing it yourself? Yeah. Good job. Um, I uh, granted, I you know I had to find a web hosting service, but um, I, I'm doing it all myself, and you know I I have the support of my coworkers. So, you know, they're very supportive of what I'm doing. And um, I, I just couldn't be happier with where my life is headed. And um, we actually, once everything gets started, I have to wait to hear back from my supplier. Um, they're kind of backed up right now because she had a baby. But anyway... That's incredible. Um, so how did the dog, how helpful was the dog for you? Sorry, you um, lost him, but how helpful was he for you? So Valley was extremely helpful. He did everything pretty much that I couldn't do. Um, pick up things I dropped, open and close doors, turn lights on and off, carry things like as you're moving about. Um like so he was he was a trained dog yes okay so um the organization that trained him canine mm-hmm. companions for independence um they rebranded and it's taken me quite a while to get used to saying just canine companions but um they are an incredible organization and if anybody is in need of a skilled companion dog a facility dog a service dog or a hearing dog, mm-hmm. please do your homework and apply from that organization because you're getting essentially a $50,000 dog for absolutely free. Oh, wow. So that's amazing. 
So if people have the same problem, they can go to this organization and apply. Are they in every state available? This company, this organization is available in every state, I'm guessing? Yes, except we uh -huh. have, or they do, we have six centers, one in, or one in um, Texas, two in California, um, one in Orlando, one in New York, one in Columbus, Ohio, and there's another one, but I can't remember the other one. That's okay, but people like with with in a wheelchair who need support or who need a trained dog, they can actually go to this um, organization and they can apply. Yes, oh, and their crazy. website, their website is canine.org. Um, yeah. yeah, I will be posting the website. Um, I will be posting it on on uh, Podbean. Um, right. so that people who may be interested like you know we need help they can just go research this organization right incredible that is so good to know so he was trained he was helping you with your grocery he can open the doors for you he can pick up stuff mm -hmm. for you oh that yeah that is amazing so i'm really looking forward to getting that independence and dignity back yeah um because yes there are things that a dog cannot help with for yeah. obvious reasons, but for everything that they can help with, it is very worth it. Yeah. And so, who helps you right now until you get another one? Um, my parents, which is, oh, you know, yeah. that's totally, you know, that's totally fine. Um, they are more than helpful. So um, everything everything's going great I, I can't be happier so um that and I will great. yeah go ahead I will definitely when I get my website up and going post or send you a link to it so you can um check it out absolutely so. I will do that and you mentioned in your bio uh you said especially my stepdad can you tell us a little bit I know all your parents have, have been very supportive talk about your stepdad um, my stepdad is an incredible man. He literally has given the shirt off his back for me to oh. be able to be where I am today. And I, I have to say that I would not have gotten through college if it would not have been for him because mm -hmm. he drove me back and forth to class. <coughs> So, oh, wow. um, you know, he was as much a part of that success as that dog was. So, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of sad that he's having some health challenges right now. And that's Aww. all that I, I will say on air, but, um, he's getting better and things are progressing Maybe not as fast as we would like, but um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I hope he so, feels better. He seems like to be just a great human being. He is. Yeah. So. so. 
So what is the dream for you now? In addition, I know that you become a motivational speaker. Where would you like to speak? Um, I would basically like to continue sharing my story yeah. and doing what I can for bullying prevention because I know that that's like a huge problem right now mm-hmm. in society. So if you're wanting a speaker to speak at a school, please call me, text me, email me. Um, I'm available. (laughs) So, you know, Okay. it may take a while to get the logistics worked out, but um, I'm available to do just like I am now, um, virtual events. So, yeah. It's good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So just once your website is done and ready, just uh, share it with me. We can always, uh, once everything is settled and you're ready, we can always do another podcast. I would love to have you back. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So what is your advice for people who have some kind of disability, like it's not even disability, like people who are like living on wheelchair, what advice would you give them? Um, I have two sets of advice. Okay. One is for parents of children with disabilities. And the other one is for teenagers and adults with disabilities. Okay. So for um, parents of individuals with disabilities, I would say, number one, obviously work with whatever limitations your child has. Mm-hmm. but also do whatever you can to make them as independent as you can whether that means hiring like a disability advocate to go in to your child's school and fight with the school board or um have making sure your kid is involved in extracurricular activities so that they can be around not just kids with disabilities, but kids who are able-bodied, um, average peers, so that, you know, kids learn that it's okay that, you know, whoever is in a wheelchair because they're just normal. Their legs just don't work. Um, secondly, for teens with disabilities, I would say those of you who want to go to college, do as much work as you can to get the best grade you can. Um, And then obviously fill out FAFSA forms and all that baloney that is required by the state of of wherever you are. Um, But also have a job, volunteer somewhere. You don't necessarily have to be paid. Yeah, I don't, just don't but understand why. Have a job. People, yeah, exactly. I don't understand why people get rejected from jobs, paid jobs, just because they are on a wheelchair. That's pure discrimination, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And it's very illegal. It's very illegal. It um, is illegal. But like I said, you know, 
a lot of places can get away with that because they don't tell you it's because you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> um, I know. They, they say, you know, oh, we have another person that fits, you know, better fits the qualifications or, or sorry, but you just don't have enough experience. We'll get that experience by, you know, getting a job in high school if you can swing it, volunteering, paid position, whatever you can swing. And then once you get into where, you know, your junior year or maybe even sophomore year, join up with a mentor, somebody in the professional field that you want to go into, get your foot in the door and then work your way up. Yeah. Granted, you do not have to we're in 2021 i shouldn't have to prove myself to anybody for a paid position but yet i still have to yeah granted exactly and those teachers who made you feel or who told you that you're not gonna do anything in life i hope they're watching you right now i hope so too yeah and still they will be watching you succeed yeah and you say something that you found uh, something that you're good at advocacy is one of the marketing and public relations can you talk about advocacy what do you mean by that um so i advocate for disability rights um so if anybody has an issue they can come talk to me because i'm very i keep everything confidential I don't you know talk about personal issues um if they have issues with you know a service dog obviously I always revert back to you know I'm not a dog trainer you know I'm not even certified through the company that you got the dog from so please refer to your graduate coordinator or field rep so Um, But mainly what I do is I speak on, when I do speeches, I talk about, you know, issues in the disability sector, Uh section. So like affordable transportation, equal opportunities for everyone. Uh Yeah. Regardless if you're talking, you know, education or a job. so that's basically what I do in terms of advocacy. In terms of marketing and public relations, I have done that pretty much since I got the, my dog. Um, for As an unpaid volunteer for Canine Companions, because as part of our agreement, well, it's not really written. It's an unspoken agreement, basically. We love paying it forward to the organization because they give us so much granted they're giving us four legs and a tail yeah but as much money that goes into that dog yeah we we want to pay it forward so i have done countless events for the for the organization they 
you know, I always speak very highly of them um, in public forums like this because, yeah, there are a few flaws here and there, but that's with every organization, regardless if it's a nonprofit or, you know, for profit. So, I mean, you know, what can you do? So, yeah. but in terms of like what I'm doing right now, I am actually building up my portfolio so that I can potentially work for canine companions in the future. I yep. don't know that that's going to happen, but that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, it is going to happen. Let's talk positive here. It is going to happen. Right. And it I'm is hoping... happening right now. <laughs> right. I'm hoping that by, uh, you know, designing my own website and doing all these speaking engagements and offering a certain portion of the proceeds to them um, that they can see, you know, she's a really good professional. So let's, you know, take her. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I do. I understand. So it's, it's a double-edged sword when you think about it, but you know, I'm happy with where I am in life. I, I could not be happier. Yeah. Um, God has blessed me in more ways than one. And honestly, me being at the Y to touch a little bit on faith is completely and totally a God thing. Not because I work for the minister, but because yeah. he, he literally opened that door and I'm still there. Yeah. You know, post pandemic when a lot of people got mad and left and so yeah yeah that is an incredible story katie like i'm so proud of you and i'm so blessed to know you i'm so glad that we're part of the rewrite your story by paul for kione i love that group and uh yeah you're very inspiring i want you you to know that yeah i want you to know that Thank okay. you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, what I want to ask you three person, three questions that are off the off the title of the subject. And uh, but if you don't mind, like I ask right. every person I interview. So uh, if you have to travel three countries before you die, what countries would they be? Um, Scotland, England, and Australia, or New Zealand. Or New Zealand, okay. Okay. Not bad, yeah. Uh, I haven't been, except for England, I haven't been to those two, so uh, that's a good good choice. And uh, if you had one dream that you would love to fulfill before you die, what would it be? something that you're not doing right now, but you would love to fulfill before you die, what would it be? One dream. Have my own reality TV show. Oh my God, that is absolutely beautiful. Good job, I love it. (laughs) I I don't know what we would call it yet, but you know. It doesn't matter. You can call it speaker on wheels. I love it. 
Yeah, be consistent with the name. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Okay, if you have to write a book, what title would you give it? I'm sure you will one day soon, but what title would you give it? Um, I'm not absolutely sure. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know what title your book would be? I don't know. I okay. have one in the works, but it really doesn't have a title. It has a working title, but it's not the Is it your story? Title. Is it your story? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. So what I learned from one uh, major publisher was that write your book and then the title would come to you afterwards. Don't worry about the title, just write first. Right. That's what one uh, publisher told me, and it worked very well because my very first book, I wrote it, and then once it was finished, then I chose six titles, and I sent it to my best friends who ended up with one, uh, Grace, Peace, Balance, Surviving and Thriving Against All Odds. That is the subtitle. So it came like, you know, like I chose six I wrote and then I sent it to my besties and they helped me uh, choose one because they know some of my stories. So they, they, they helped me choose that. So yeah, you write your book and the, the title will come to you. We can help you after, no worries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is amazing. So I'm so happy that you came to my show that I have you here today and uh, one last advice to our listeners. Never give up on your dreams. Oh my God, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So I'm so grateful you are on my show, that you came on my show. We finally made it. We had to reschedule many times and uh, we finally made it today. And I'm positive mm -hmm. after your website is done and you're already, I would love to have you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. One second.